Hey, what's up? It's Jared. So today I wanted to talk about how much I earned in 2019 from YouTube. Now, this is an interesting topic to me because I love seeing what other YouTubers are doing to not only grow their channel, but also make YouTube more of a full-time thing for them so that they can stop doing whatever it was that they were doing before and do YouTube because I know I enjoy YouTube. I enjoy creating for the platform. I enjoy the community. And so anything that I can do to help me get closer closer to making that my full-time job, the better. And I had some real growth in 2019. So I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about that entire process, how much I made, uh, a little bit about what it means to make money from YouTube and what those different avenues look like because uh, there's a lot of different ways to make money from YouTube and uh, it can be challenging. It can be challenging to break into. And so I wanted to talk about that here. And then at the end of this video, uh, I have some resources for you that I want to share with you. So make sure to stick around to the end of the video. So I, I'm sharing this not to brag about how much money I made because I did not make a ton of money. This is not life changing. It may be life altering a little bit, but it's not life changing money that I made in 2019. It did get me closer to making some decisions and some changes. And obviously I'm going into 2020 full throttle, wanting to put even more effort into creating on YouTube. Now I also have talked about this this stuff in the past. This is nothing new. In 2018, I was trying and failed in a lot of different ways at trying to grow my YouTube channels. Uh, I just didn't have the time. I was still too reliant on client work and was not able to commit as much as I would have liked to to creating on YouTube. But I did share my revenues, not only just from YouTube, but anything that was kind of passive income related. I shared for just about the entirety of 2018 and a little bit into 2019. And so that was on my blog. So I, I did this so that I can not only learn because in order to figure out what was going right and what was going wrong. You need to look at the analytics. You need to look at where the revenues are coming from so that you can make adjustments and put effort into where it makes the most sense. So things changed. And also, I think it's important to share the importance of having multiple streams of income. These days, uh, you know, if you have a job, job security isn't what it used to be. We don't stick around at our jobs as long as we used to. And so it's important to have some different revenue streams kind of built in so that you have a little bit more flexibility. Nothing is worse than feeling locked in and nailed down to something with uh, really no options. So briefly, I wanted to go over what it takes to actually make money from YouTube. There are a lot of different ways to make money from YouTube, and that is a concept, YouTube as a concept, not directly from YouTube. So if you start a brand new YouTube channel, you have some stipulations that you have to meet before Google will actually start paying you any money. You have to have over 4,000 watch hours hours of time that people have watched your videos and over a thousand subscribers. And those things combined are a little bit of a challenge to get moving off of the get-go. So it's really important that you pick your topics and we're going to talk a little bit more about how I did that later on in this video. Now this YouTube channel and some of my YouTube channels have been around for a while. They've been monetized for a long time. I have just put effort in and not put effort in at different times and now have been really wanting to push this 
this over the last year and it's shown in the numbers that I'm about to show you in this video. So there are lots of other ways that you can make money also on YouTube while you are working towards meeting those goals and I'm going to talk a little bit about those other revenue streams in this video as well. Now one of the biggest challenges when creating for YouTube is coming up with content. Content is tricky. What do people want to see? What do they want to hear? What are things that they'll actually click on? A lot of people say just go and make the content and people will come. And while that is true to some respect, it has to be on topics and subjects that people care about. And so you have to do your research and figure out what it is that you're going to talk about. I come up with content because I am really tied in to the industries that I'm talking about. My two main YouTube channels besides this one is State of Tech, which is a technology YouTube channel where I talk about mobile technology like smartphones, tablets, wearables, and stuff like that. And then my other channel is on the topic of photography and video and the gear that's related to that. And I'm very tied into both of those industries. So I have a lot of industry knowledge because I am in those industries. I spend a lot of time with mobile technology and with cameras. And I also have worked substantially in my lifetime in those industries. And so it also that adds a lot to my credibility and my knowledge. And so when I'm talking about cameras, when I'm talking about mobile technology, I'm not just putting fluff out there. I'm actually putting useful information that helps people make decisions, helps people better understand the tools that they are using in their lives. And so that helps out a lot. Um, I also, like I said, I'm a user of these technologies. And being a user of these technologies gives me uh, an insight as well, because when I may be making a video about uh, an Apple Watch or something like that, I may be thinking, wow, okay, this thing is tough. I can't figure this out on the Apple Watch. Maybe people, uh, other people can't figure it out either. So I figure out how to do this one thing with the Apple Watch that I think is super useful. I create a video on it and share it. Uh, if it's interesting, it gets views. And so as a user, I'm much more able to come up with topic ideas and put that stuff out there. And that also helps with creating videos that are gonna get viewed and videos that get viewed are the way that I get paid. So I also use a tool called SEM Rush that is mainly for SEO, like for websites. So a search engine optimization for websites. But there are a lot of tools built into SEM Rush that help me uh, figure out topics. And even if I have a topic that I might think is interesting, is it something that other people are actually looking for? It helps me figure out the search volume of that specific topic. So a lot of it is for Google search, but YouTube is also a search engine. YouTube is the number number two search engine behind Google and YouTube and Google are the same organization. So I would have to assume that the information that would help me for Google search could also help me a bit for YouTube. And I've been learning and figuring out YouTube SEO over the years and, uh, and titling and descriptions and tags and also what I'm saying into the video. All of these things are working together to help my videos get found. But I validate topics by looking for search volume for looking for the amount of shares that a specific topic uh, has received because of other websites that have written and talked about that specific topic. And then also backlinks, which a uh, backlink is when 
another website links to your website's content. And so backlinks is also a strong indicator of whether or not something is very relevant. And so I will use SEMrush uh, in order to, to kind of dial in my topics and figure out whether or not they are worth talking about uh, because I don't want to talk about stuff that uh, only I think is exciting. I want to talk about stuff that I know I am excited about that I know other people are excited about as well. I have a link down in the description for you to check out. If you want to check out SEMrush, there's a free trial. You use the link, try it out, and I, I guarantee you it's going to help you uh, get dialed in. I have videos and even a small course that I'm going to put together soon on how I use SEMrush to come up with topics and figure out YouTube content. So you're definitely going to want to check that out as well. So how do I make money and how much money did I make from YouTube in 2019? We're going to go through all of them, starting with YouTube AdSense. So AdSense from Google is what's tied in with YouTube. When uh, somebody watches a commercial or an ad, either before, during, or after your video is played, you get a little percentage of that, and I get a little percentage of that. So it's important to know some aspects of that. And we're going to look at the computer screen here. So I'm going to be showing you my computer screen as I talk about some of these aspects so that we can understand them a little bit better together. So what we're looking at here is my 2019 analytics for YouTube. This is the revenue tab. And you can see that I earned $24,759.90 from YouTube um, on this particular channel. And we can see some of my uh, months and videos, top earning videos, and uh, get an idea for uh, you know what has worked for me. So this is important information here. You can see that I've had some huge growth leading up towards the end of the year. That's because after my family and I returned from a two-month vacation that I took over the summer, I really started to pound the pavement with creating YouTube videos and working hard towards putting out content. I knew that I wanted to travel more with my family. I wanted to do more things that didn't tie me down to a desk per se uh, for client work, which I do love client work, but I wanted more freedom. So I knew pouring into my YouTube channel was going to be super important. And you can see here that that is exactly what happened. Now, the majority of these videos that you see here, the Apple Watch Series 3 versus Series 5, uh, that's a video that was put out towards um, this time frame here. Connect any hard drive to an iPad Pro, that is a video that I put out over a year ago that has seen just really good performance for a long period of time. This uh, Android can FaceTime with iPhone, that's an older video. How dual SIM works on the iPhone, that's actually a little bit older of a video as well. So some of these videos have kind of seen second life and a lot of it has to do with the timing because the iPhone dual SIM one is seeing kind of a second life because the new version of the iPhone came out, the iPhone 11, uh, it was much more public that there was dual SIM, so you can have two different phone numbers going to your phone, and so that worked. And then the Galaxy Watch Active 2 versus Fitbit Versa 2. So some of my older videos are doing pretty good. Some of my newer videos are doing really good as well. The newer videos did really well because of the timing. Now the timing is important, especially when it comes to topics of technology and stuff, because there is a time when people are more interested and there is a faster news cycle or a busier news cycle around specific pieces of technology. A lot of times with technology, it's very, very busy and then it trickles off. And so I build my content around that. Rather 
rather than doing content that everybody else is doing, such as reviews, I tend to specialize a little bit and do kind of comparison videos. I'm going to talk about that a little bit as we go further down the list here uh, of the topics that I have for this video. But 24,759, that's not too bad. And so another thing to look at that's important is the playback-based CPM here. Now this can range anywhere from a dollar on up to 30 plus dollars, and it is really specific to the industry that you are creating content in and the ads that are gonna be displayed because not every ad is gonna be displayed for every type of video. For example, if you make videos about technology, you're probably gonna see ads that are somewhere in and around that type of space because the advertisers are looking to advertise their product to the viewer of a type of a specific video. And so a lot of people on State of Tech that are watching State of Tech videos are seeing tech-based or tech-related types of ads that would be targeted towards them. Now, these are also uniquely targeted towards the specific person and their past viewing history and all that stuff as well. But that CPM gives us kind of a good idea. It's kind of that barometer for uh, how, how much you're going to get per view of your video. The higher the CPM, the better. An $8 CPM is not too bad, but it's not that great. There are uh, like financial services and other types of services that are much more competitive that people talk about on YouTube. And those obviously are a lot higher. So let's take a look at... Ditch Auto. So Ditch Auto is my photography channel. Uh, it doesn't have quite the subscriber base or viewership that State of Tech has, but it still does okay. And in 2019, I did $5,504.05, and that has a 7.81 CPM, which is up from the previous year, which is good because all of the news and things that I've read about CPM is that it is trailing down, and so CPM is actually getting lower. So I'm excited to see that the CPM for some of my videos have been growing. Now, Ditch Auto did not see nearly the kind of growth that State of Tech did because I did not put as much effort into Ditch Auto as I did State of Tech. State of Tech also is more consumer electronics, and so more people are buying iPhones and Android phones and smartwatches and stuff like that than are buying cameras, and so there's a bigger audience there. And so having both of these channels is good for me because I have a really wide audience, and then I also have a more niche audience with the camera stuff. The top earning videos obviously are showing up that way because YouTube is recommending those videos. YouTube is, is showing that to more people, and so so those are topics that people seem to find interesting and so I obviously want to look into creating more content around those topics. It's, it kind of helps you figure that out. So let's just look around a little bit more here uh, as we go through. You can see I had uh, a lot of views in 2019 on State of Tech. That was really nice. We're just going to click through these. You can see just the huge growth um, at and around mid-September. Things just really started to grow. And of course, through the holiday season, because of the consumer electronics, uh, things are going to grow quite a bit because of the nature of that um, uh, of that industry. I mean, consumer electronics, people are buying Christmas presents, looking and researching and all that good stuff. So we see some more information here about top videos and whatnot, and uh, we'll look at the audience real quick. Um, it breaks down whether people are not subscribed, subscribed, 
top countries, gender, age range, and all that stuff, which is also kind of interesting. One thing that I've been battling is this not subscribed versus subscribed. Um, my channels tend to be more informational and not so exciting to watch, and so people tend to watch the video, get their question answered. I wasn't so much fun that they decided to stick around and listen to me talk about everything, so they didn't click subscribe, and so that's where I end up getting a high amount of non-subscribed to subscribed, which it is what it is. So let's jump over to Amazon Affiliates. That is another area in which I earn revenue. Amazon Affiliates was $12,496.84 was the revenue from 2019. That has changed over the years as well. Uh, last year, it was also pretty decent, but this year it was more consistent. And as you can see, there is an uptick that coincides with the viewership of my YouTube videos. That's because the products that I'm talking about in my YouTube videos and reviewing and giving tips and tricks about, I have links in the description to not only those products, but to things that are accessories or things that work well with those specific products. And so when people click on those links and they make a purchase through Amazon, I get paid. Now, unfortunately, when they click on that link, if they don't buy within, I think it's like 24 hours, I don't get credit for that. So it is really kind of a bummer that that uh, cookie doesn't last longer, that keeps their session alive and allows me to get credit even if the purchase was made a week later, but it's just the way that Amazon works. And as you can see here, there are some substantial sales that came from some products. For example, that video that I talked about, the uh, how to connect any hard drive to your iPad Pro, the number one thing that has been selling all year long for me is this RAV Power File Hub. Uh, last year, I sold over a thousand of them that show up right here. But as you can see, it's changed. The product has link has changed a few times. And so I've sold like 1,500 of those units last year, which is just crazy uh, amount of a product to sell. I wish that I was earning more from that product, but it is what it is. But you can kind of see here the advertising fee that I am getting for some of these. And of course, this trickles down and just continues to go down. And there are uh, hundreds of results, hundreds and hundreds of results, all the way down to something that I earned pennies off of the sale. So Amazon is a good way to actually get started selling and, and making some money, even if your YouTube channel is not able to be monetized yet. You can still talk about products. You could still refer people to Amazon. Amazon will start paying you immediately after uh, the sales close and whatnot. So I mean, that's a really good thing. So I also have some other affiliates that I've talked about in my videos. I've tried to incorporate maybe some sort of a sponsor. I've talked about Skillshare in videos. I've talked about Namecheap, which you can buy domain names and web hosting from. And I've had like hit or miss results with that. None of it has resulted in really much revenue worth talking about. We're talking about like $1,000 or so for almost the entire year, which is still Cool, it's better than no thousand dollars, but it's not really enough for me to want to go through and talk about the specific numbers. So uh, my goals for 2019 were to grow my YouTube channel and to be more consistent with releasing videos. Now, one of the things that I was not 
good at was actually being consistent. So one of the things that I did right in 2019 was I took advantage of the trends. I looked at the different products that were coming out. I knew this past year that smartwatches, specifically the Apple Watch 3, was going to be a huge seller. Apple announced the 5, they discontinued the 4, and they made the Apple Watch Series 3 really cheap, and a lot of people went out and bought it. And so Apple Watch was a huge seller, and so doing a video comparing the Apple Watch 3 to the Apple Watch 5, doing a video talking about how the Apple Watch 3 is two years after its release, is it still a good buy? Like these were good video topics and people were very, uh, you know, interested in those topics because it was helping them make a decision and that resulted in a lot of views. It also resulted in some Amazon sales and stuff like that as well, which is great. And so those were huge boosts. I followed the trends well, but uh, I also looked for different ways to differentiate myself. Everybody goes out and reviews a product like, oh, here's the new product and this is what's great about it. But what I tend to do is compare it to the best alternative. Uh, a lot of people already have watched a review. They already know the basics of a product, but they want to know how it stacks up to something else. For example, shooting Canon cameras versus Nikon cameras or buying a, an iPhone versus an Android phone or something like that, or the Apple Watch 3 versus the Apple Watch 5. So these types of videos help inform people. I'm able to get them to watch a little bit longer of a video because I'm going through both products and talking about both products. And I try to do it in an engaging way where I'm giving like real use case scenarios and talking about my experiences with the products. And I've been getting people to watch videos that are a little bit longer, which YouTube also likes. So things that I did wrong in 2019 are that I was not very consistent with my video releases. I would be consistent where I would release a couple of videos a week, and then the next week I wouldn't, and then the next week maybe one, and then two weeks would go by when I didn't. Ditch Auto I was very inconsistent with, and State of Tech I was also inconsistent with as well. I did try for a while releasing videos uh, Monday through Friday every day, and so I, I tried a lot of things but was, was not consistent, and I think that if I had just picked consistency and gone with something that I could pull off throughout the entire year, I would have seen even more growth than I already did. And I also rushed a few ideas. I had some videos that I thought were going to be great. I didn't do the research on them. I didn't put in as much time as I should have uh, figuring out exactly what I should talk about and the points that I should have hit in that video. And so there were some videos that just didn't do as good as they should have. So what's next? Well, 2020 is here and we're well underway and my consistency hasn't even really been that great towards the beginning of the year. But I have started the year really strong and I have a lot of solid goals. I talk Talked about them in another video on this channel on the topic of uh, the my 2020 advanced goal tracker that I built in Notion. It's definitely something you should check out. So I have goals that I have set and I'm starting to find my stride and kind of get into my routine for 2020 after recovering from the holidays and all that good stuff. So if you want to learn more about what I have learned over this past year and what I'm continuing to learn, I invite you to join my course. I have a course on YouTube growth that I'm working on 
right now. I'm filming and editing the course and I want you to sign up early because if you sign up early, you will get free access to it. And I'm not giving that away to everyone. And I'm sorry if you're watching this video after free access is closed, but I guarantee that this course is packed full of amazing information. We're going to look deep, not only into the analytics and everything that are in some of the videos that I've created, but we're going to talk about why those videos did well and help you determine when to create videos on what topics. We're going to put a strategy together for that so that you can actually put your idea to this strategy and go down the checklist and say, okay, yes, it meets the criteria. This video is good for now, or maybe it's good for later. Let's figure out when that video should go live and put that on the calendar. And also just talking about how to promote your channel, how to get YouTube to smile upon some of those videos, and just everything that's involved in growing a YouTube channel from start to finish. It's gonna be a great course, and I think you're gonna learn a lot. I know just in the process, of figuring all of this out and being able to talk about it to somebody else, I've learned so much more and found a deeper understanding uh, of the things that I was already doing, which is great. It's helped me continue to grow as I move in here into 2020. And then of course, if you want more videos like this, I would love to do more videos like this. I just wanna know what's important to all of you. So let me know down in the comment section below what is important to you as far as growing a YouTube channel? What are some of your struggles? What are some of the areas that you found difficult uh, or maybe not found a solid answer on? Let me know and I'll do my best to work on content for those so we can help understand those together. So make sure to check out the links below, the links to get the free course that you're gonna get, the links to some of my other videos and also just ways to connect with me so that we can stay connected throughout the year as we grow our YouTube channels together. But that's gonna do it for this video. Thanks so much for checking it out and I hope to see you back in the next one. Take care.